Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Awesome Today. Thank you. I am your... Uh, here's a challenge. I was off mic scolded over the sound that the letter in the alphabet after O makes. So now I'm trying to restructure all of my language. So I guess I'm that letter that begins the word that ends roducer. <laughs> Is who I am, <laughs> not your host, but co-host, uh-huh. and I am known by some by profane names. Oh, I said a word that started with that letter. I've Great. already we're not even sixty seconds in, and I've already popped it out there. <laughs> um, most most folk refer to me as Kyle. Mm -hmm. That's the safest thing. So we can go with that. Mm -hmm. Who are you? Meg. I go by Meg. Okay. Yes. Okay. Got that out of the way. You know, it bothers me when we don't. Now it's time to get nasty, I guess. What? What? That's what was on the uh, itinerary Mm. that you typed up. Mm Mm-mm. I didn't type it up. Okay. Uh, I don't nice. have... Nice. Good silence. <laughs> Slaying it. I don't have anything about nasty. I was, I was checking the notes just to make sure. No, there's no nasty <laughs> what here. Did I, what did I put in there? Okay. Well, this has been... This has been a momentous accomplishment of what is it? A, we call it a two-week time frame? Yeah. We've done a lot. Yeah. We've lived a lot condensed. We sat down last night, technically two nights ago, if you listen on Monday. Ah, uh, yes. And we kicked our feet up, 
we have a we have a delightful thing on our deck that I think everyone that has an outdoor seating area should have, and that is a bench that is what would you say nine inches sure. off the ground. I am terrible with guesstimating any lengths. Or- Much to my benefit. <laughs> um, it's perfect. It's the perfect height yes. for you to kick back in. We have a couple of. Uh, Adirondack chairs that are a delight, and it's the perfect height to kick the feet up on there without feeling like you're in a recliner, Mm -hmm. which is a little, that's a little awkward. You don't necessarily want to recline in front of everyone you know. Yeah. I feel a little odd doing so in front of you. That's why I sleep standing up in the (laughs) horse stall that's next to the bedroom. That, because I love oats. But it's it's awesome, and so we were doing that, and had the old feet kicked up, and and had a a beverage, a relaxation beverage, and we were just like we we were both in awe yes. of everything that we crammed into this few short weeks period. Would you like to unpack that at all, or just portions of it? Well, portions. How about? Am I am uh-huh. I saying those letters okay, or is am I too aggressive on the p words? Oh my gosh, that's gonna, that's gonna be. It's a, it's a problem. Oh no! <laughs> Just because I enunciate my words. Yes, we covered a lot of ground. Um, most notably, we had celebrations along the way. We, we're still celebrating. We did Mother's Day. That was a big one. We mm-hmm. talked about that last mm-hmm. week. Very pinnacle. I bought you a camel with a unicorn horn. Oh. Is that what that was? Mm-hmm. It's in the stall next to the yeah, bed now. Stay out of my oats now. <laughs> Not for him. Most notably, we graduated our oldest child. Right. We didn't we, do it. No, I did. We shoved actually. her across the stage. I uh, I planned the whole event. Did you? I did. Okay. I did. I contracted out a lot of things, but mm-hmm. I, I approved, disapproved, and they snuck a few things by me, mm-hmm. like who we had to sit next to. Yeah. They were exceptionally loud. I wish you would have picked a different venue, if I may say. I hate to be critical after the fact. I hate to Monday morning quarterback it, but it was, the, it was a budget choice. The State Fair Arena in Oklahoma is older than me and you, mm-hmm. and the chairs have definitely never been replaced or done anything with. They're made for a smaller generation. They're made for people with a lot of built-in cushioning, I guess, in their hind ends. It's for people in the 1950s that had no feeling in their backsides. Okay, that explains it. Mm -hmm. Because I had no feeling in my backside by the time we left. Those chairs are terrible. They are. I'm not even really one. I don't get worked up over, you know, a, a church pew that's wooden and a little hard well, or they're, like they're curved for yeah the buttocks exactly and or, the low back you know people complain about airplane seats I, those mm-hmm. things don't bother me these chairs were so bad mm-hmm. yeah that i was bothered like like most stadium seating they have the teeter-totter bottom mm-hmm. the height was weird mm-hmm. and so when you actually sat in it, it lifted the front of the chair up like it was eating yes. you, like Pac-Man eating your butt. Thank you. And also, there was negative space allowed for your legs. You could not mm-hmm. stretch your legs out. Or your luggage. <laughs> luggage is nowhere to be shoved. Right. The There was no space. Like our knees. And I'm, I'm not a long-legged person, Kyle. Well. My knees were 
jutted into the chair in front of me. Yeah. It was the okay. I, we're spending a lot of time talking about this. It's just really notable that the the chairs were poor. The State Fair Arena. I is designed it not, that way on purpose because I wanted people to get their business done and get the hell out. Next event, please. We got to turn this space over and make those dollars. Did it work? Kind of ish. Okay. What we were there roughly two hours. Yeah. It was it was a long two hours of bad cheer. Yes, but at the end of the night, our daughter officially Done. A graduate graduated high school. Yeah, she did it. Valedictorian, I might add. Yes, much like somebody else that wasn't me. I was salutatorian. That stands for second best or first place loser. Yeah, I was nothing. Well, that's not true. I mean, I did stuff, but I was I had no class. Uh, I had no class. That's, <laughs> That's true. really what it comes down to. There's a reason your nickname was Good Time Meg. Yes, exactly. No, I wasn't even top 10% in my class. I was kept out of that spot by a B in driver's education. Ooh. I, I wish I could it. say that that surprises me after having ridden with you a few times, but yeah. that's neither here nor there. That was very nearly 30 years ago and I still got my license and and you still like to get a little bit over too far to the right especially when I'm in the passenger seat and you're in the middle lane yeah I think you're trying to get me sideswiped no no just trying to get you to pay attention <laughs> um if there's anything I do involuntarily that's pay attention <laughs> Maybe you're paying too much attention well, you got to make up your mind what your mission is. Maybe you should just close your eyes and let go and let God let go when you're riding with me. I guarantee God's the only one that's prevented mayhem at this point. <laughs> you had to follow me to an event last night, and mm -hmm. I'm sure you were cursing the day you were born. No, I mean, you're an inconsiderate leader. Yep. I was trying. That's the sad thing is I actually was trying to be considerate and things kept happening. And I mm -hmm. was like, well, this is not working out in anyone's favor. If, if there'd been better coordination of efforts, what a follower can do quite well is change lanes first to keep the space open for the one in the lead. But you typically changed lanes, right? As I had someone beside me yeah. and then I got pinned six cars deep and listen, that's, that's no place to be yeah. six cars deep. All right. I'm saying a lot of peas. I hope I'm not popping oh, them. No. Oh, look what? who didn't turn off her notifications. Dad gum. Producerial fail. Yeah, you're the producer. You're supposed to go through the checks. No, I'm supposed to threaten you so that you do your job. If you don't mind my saying. I'll fire you. I will have this podcast with no one. I'll just sit here and smoke cigars on mic. Okay. <laughs> you know what? People will probably sign up and pay it's, cash uh, money for that. What's it called? Uh... ASMR. Yes. Ooh, can you imagine? I can. An ASMR podcast is just somebody smoking cigars into a mic. They got to get their lips up there close. So you hear the... That'd, that'd be a triple draw. Yeah. It's just sometimes you have to do when you got a tight draw on a cigar. Yeah. So All we right. graduated a kid. We've only got four more to go, the last of which will put us, we'll be able to get the senior citizen discount on the McDonald's coffee on the way in or out. Hell yeah. They'll need we to do a daytime graduation. I got to go to bed early. <laughs> truly, truly. We just don't go to Nico's graduation because we're asleep. My sciatica acts up in these chairs. Can we speed this up? I get a little... A little tiny de bit depressed when I think about how much parenting we have. 
He's practically raising himself. That's true. That's why... That's good. We went ahead and paid tuition ahead of time to reserve a place at Folsom Prison for him. Oh, yes. Okay. Hey, another thing worthy of celebrating. Yeah. We, you and I, had a culinary mastery moment. Yeah. That's one of the funnest words to spell ever. Culinary? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. I just appreciate the... Yeah. It feels it feels fancy to type it. I've never thought about that. Are there other words that you find satisfying or enjoyable to type or write out? Questionnaire. Mainly because I know how to spell it. I don't. It's I will tricky. never. It's tricky. Is there some kind of mnemonic device you've been holding out on and not telling me about? No. Um, 20-ish years ago, I actually a little more than that now, I went to work at a place and we had... High school kids come through for camps and filled out questionnaires, and mm. I ended up having to type the word, write the word questionnaire so many times um, that it just was embedded in my brain. Yep. Rote memory, no special mnemonic devices or anything else. Um, but I, I feel fancy typing it. Well, I felt I fancy. feel better than you when I type it, you or should. other people. You are better than me in this realm of spelling a specific word, because I cannot... Spell that word to save my life. I I had told you I would, and then I didn't do it. But I did recognize three different times at least this week where, as I was typing and doing things, I ran across a word that is one of the one of the ones that is why spell check is so wildly important in my life because yes. I will never guess right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway, back to our culinary accomplishment. Yes, we. This wasn't even planned. It was complete improv. Mm -hmm. Especially on your end. Mm -hmm. Created the perfect pork chop and gravy Mm -hmm. combo. It was was a moment. A tear, a soul tear, ran down my right cheek. And in fact, when it hit the ground, it turned to pure light and became an angel. Oh, my. That's how tasty it was. It was supernatural. Yes. And religious, apparently. A sacred moment. A form, if not just spiritual, I don't know. A precious moment. Someone made a figurine out of the pork I'm chop and gravy. I'm sure. More on figurines later. Yes. So, what part shall we tell first? The pork chop or the gravy? Well, let's start with the order in which we cooked them. Okay. Um, we had a gigantic... Is that a tenderloin or a something? Pork loin. Pork loin. Pork yeah. loin. Not as tender, but still porky. And loiny. Very loiny. Um cut it thin mm-hmm. it was what what's uh what's between a half and a quarter of an inch five eighths five eighths inch i'm sure. trying to think of my tape measure math you're the mathematician I'll i believe, believe it's five eighths they were very thin yeah um started out in a dredged in a, a seasoned flour and then left to sit out, then one more trip through that. Then we went through a wash of egg, milk, and mustard. Yes, but don't don't forget that you were all of this time unsure. It's literally the next step. Can I tell a story? Okay. Your Honor? Your you Honor. Were, I thought you were going to just like downplay this moment no. of improvisational masterpiece. No, it's, I was literally leading up to it, and now, now it's so overbuilt that everybody's just going to be like, Expletive. expletive. That's all you had. Expletive of their choice. <laughs> yes. Fill in. The, yeah. It was a fill in the blank. It was an ad, ad mad lib. Mad lib. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
know, I like a I like a crust on things, but I'm also a a holdout on committing to like buying panko. Now we did that. We did. And had panko ones last week, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know. There wasn't enough of that left. And I didn't want it again. I wasn't in the mood for it. You were all pankoed out. I've done I've done uh, instant mashed potatoes. Oh, uh, yeah. That works out pretty well, too. Mm-hmm. But this time, I was looking around, and what we had was a tube of saltine cracker, crackers, soda crackers. They're usually referred to as a sleeve. Okay. Of saltines. Well, it's weird then that we had a tube since (laughs) sleeves are what everybody else buys because it was a tube. Okay. Don't ask me how. Maybe they just looked at me and they're like, you're a tube guy. You go to aisle three. That's where the tubes are. I don't know. I didn't buy them for that matter. They were stale and bad and just sitting in the cabinet open since the last time somebody had the puking sickness because that's what we do. We drink... We drink white soda water, like a flat 7-Up, or yeah. Slice, if you're fancy. Yeah. Fresca, if you're really hot shit. Yeah. And we, on Sundays every week, we typically do skillet-toasted bread of some kind. And I don't remember what loaf that was. I believe it was a sourdough. Yeah, it was an onion sourdough. Onion-garlic sourdough. And so to skillet-toast it, we just... Melt butter, dip it in there, and then actually fry it face down in the skillet. It's delicious. We ended up with a lot of leftovers this week, which was interesting. And they were sitting up in a baggie on the fridge going stale. Yeah. They were crispy-ish. And so I had you run those through the food processor with the crackers. And that was that was the next layer on. And they fried up majestically. Majestically. Mm-hmm. The upstairs stabled... Uh, Camel, 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 unicorn, camel corn, camel corn was literally kicking at the gate, trying to get downstairs to be like, I like pork, (laughs) I like pork chops. And then would it even be pork chops without a gravy? But I can't, I can follow the recipe and I will turn gravy into snot sludge. Every time. Your misadventures in gravy are well documented on Awesome Today. Mm-hmm. It's it's me and white potatoes. I just can't do it. I, I'm, it I'm the same way with white potatoes. I'm gravy I can, challenged. I'm white potato challenged. I can follow a recipe. Which is odd. With to your, the tea. With your genetic background yes. being the Isle of Potato. Maybe, yeah, maybe in my DNA, I'm just like, no, I've eaten so many potatoes. I'll, maybe. I'll never eat a potato again. Not that I And if cooked. I have to, I refuse to enjoy it. <laughs> um, anyway, yes. How do you, how did you do it? I watched it and I still can't explain it. It was magic and it turned out to be the perfect consistency, the perfect flavor. I honestly, I wanted my gravy in a coffee mug so that I could, with my hands, take a bite of the pork chop and then just glug down a big (laughs) slurry of gravy on top of it. Well, I want to say first that I was deeply honored and a little nervous when you said, why don't you make a gravy? Mm -hmm. I felt like the pressure was on. Trust me, there was a lot of pressure. There was a lot of pressure. What if we were both gravy failures? What? How can we raise children in a house with two gravy failures? We'd hire a gravy nanny. <laughs> okay. She only works 
<laughs> an hour, 30 minutes. Yeah. Maybe once or twice a week. Yes. But, but she shows up and she raises that gravy right. <laughs> All right. Well, I did a, a quick goog and I found a white peppered gravy recipe from a blog that I believe is called Small Town Cook. I, I want to go ahead and throw the controversial statement out there that unless it's Thanksgiving, gravy should always be white. If you're a brown oh, gravy person, you're no. you are wrong. You are wrong, oh, wrong-headed, no. and wrong. The people north of the Mason-Dixon line are mm-hmm. going to be screaming. They were wrong to live there anyway by choice. They should have <laughs> moved further south. Here's a true story. When I was a senior in high school, my family of origin, my parents and siblings moved to northwestern Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. outside of the Erie, Pennsylvania era, area. For my dad's job, I stayed behind in my hometown to graduate from high school. But the biggest, most unsettling culture shock moment for all of my family was going out to eat. My family was a big go out to eat family. Yes. Going out to eat and discovering there's not a drop of white gravy to be found. Right. It's brown gravy or it's no gravy. They've never even heard of it. No. Well, probably, we maybe. probably have listeners that are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> white gravy? Is that like a white dog turd in the yard? You just left your gravy out for a long time and it turned white? Wow. <laughs> okay. So the the recipe itself is very simple. It is a quarter of a cup of your flour. Now, I do think that a huge... My flour? Yeah, I was going to say, I think a huge difference maker... Is that it was is, mine. It was, you seasoned the flour. It was borrowed flour. You seasoned I it. I did season the flour. It's not just white flour straight from the bag. Okay. You, okay. Do you want the seasoning? I was going to say, please do share how you season. Okay. Very simple. Yeah. Salt, pepper, garlic, paprika. Okay. And... I usually put uh, some oregano in there, too. Mm. And I don't measure anything. I just pour stuff in and mix it. I, I, when you look at it, it shouldn't look like plain flour. Yeah. It should be like, there's stuff in here. Yeah. Okay. Well, that. So for and along with it, you're going to have a quarter cup of butter. So first you get your skillet out. I also did choose a different skillet than you normally mm-hmm. pull from the cabinet. Instead of, we cook almost everything, like 99.9% of the stuff we cook in this house is in cast iron. We are cast iron snobs. But I did get out my old trusty, rusty, it's not rusty. Uh, A little st- bit around the rivets that hold the handle on. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Stainless steel. Mm-hmm. That's what that is, right? Yes. Cuisinart, I believe, yes. is the brand. Yeah, we've Purchased had it for literally at the decades. San Marcos Outlet Malls in yes. San Marcos, Texas. Yes. So I used that instead of cast iron. Um, you melt your butter into the skillet, mm-hmm. and then you sprinkle in your quarter. Again, it's a quarter cup butter. It's it's equal parts, right? Uh, yeah, okay, so yeah. It's a roux. It's yeah. a roux. Mm-hmm. Melt it. You pour it. You sprinkle in your uh, your flour. I use a whisk, and uh, that was in the recipe. Whisk it around, and you do. It so is probably why I fail. Honestly, a lot yes. of the time is I'm not a whisk man. You are not a you. You're very whisk resistant. If you're going to leave the e off the end, I don't want it. Whiskey. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Why am I dumb? I had to actually say it out loud. It was a bit of a dad joke. Okay. Um, so for about three minutes, you are whisking consistently and constantly that butter and flour like a roux so that it gets lightly browned. I don't have the endurance for three minutes of whisking. So now I think we're Keep piecing. Keep your mind out of the gutter. I think we're piecing together why the difference in approaches to gravy. Okay. So after three minutes, again, you've got a nice lightly browned mm-hmm. uh Roux of not, sorts. Not to the point of peanut butter. No, no. That's when blonde, you have... A blonde roux. A blonde roux. Thank you. Yes. 
Then you get your two cups of milk, which you have pre-poured into your big Pyrex <laughs> measuring mm-hmm. cup. Mm-hmm. And about a quarter cup of milk at a time, you begin to add that to your skillet and you're whisking the whole time. Whisking all the while. Whisking all the while. Whisking while they go. <laughs> yes. This is all over low to medium heat. Also, I think that's a big part of the process is you don't want to have high, hot heat going for your gravy. Okay. I can see that. Most naturally, I could recognize that from the perspective of a roux, uh-huh. because you burn the flour even a little bit, and you've ruined the whole roux. Exactly. But I suppose milk is delicate as yeah, well. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. So then you're just you're adding about a quarter cup. You're you're whisking. You're mm-hmm. getting it going. The <clears throat> recipe said you may need more or less than two cups. You'll know as you go when it gets to the consistency that you like. Now that's unless unless it's me, and then you will not know. <laughs> You'll just be like, this gravy's terrible. Well, expletive of choice. For me, yes. For me, that when people are like, oh, you'll know by the consistency when you get there, that's a little terrifying to me. But mm-hmm. I just had to trust my inner gravy nanny self. The the more nervous you got, perhaps the faster you whisked. Yes. I don't know. But eventually, um, and in, in, in it, excuse me, I apparently forgot how to speak. It did end up being two cups of milk on the dot. On the dot. Exactly, two cups of milk. And voila, we had gravy and everyone enjoyed it. Yeah. I will say you mentioned wanting to have it in a coffee mug so they mm-hmm. could lug it down. After dinner, we'd left the gravy bowl on the table as we went off and were doing things. Some things got left behind on the table. I came back around later. It was gone. The gravy was gone. And yep. I was like, where, what happened to the gravy? It and wasn't Nico, a dog. It was, yeah. Nico had just gotten the big serving spoon and just scooped it out yeah. and ate the straight it's like, gravy. It's like a savory ice cream. Yes, yes. So anyway, we were we were thrilled with each other. We were thrilled yeah. with ourselves. We it had, saved our marriage. It did. We'd... You'd served me papers, and you you took them back and tore them in half and said, you know what? It's worth it for the pork chops and gravy. Let's let's give it another go. I hope you won't mind that I share this part of the story. You had you were making suggestions at my side about I could do this or that. Can we add this or that? And I was like, you told you, me. Listen here, gravy failure. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you told me to make the gravy. I'm making the gravy. You step aside. It's true. It's true. There was a little, a little back and forth. Yes. But it turned out, and we just, like I said, we were so pleased that we immediately had to put it in the notes for this It was outstanding gravy. It was outstanding gravy. And the the pork chops were divine. Well, thank you. That was the last sleeve, or tube, of saltines. Tube. So if we're going to try to do that again, we're going to have to... Well, we've got the bread, because we did Sunday cook bread again, and people didn't eat it all. So I feel like we're shaping up for a round two. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh man, I saw the next topic. Yeah, it makes me, it makes me itchy with unpleasantness. Okay, well, here's this is an interesting thing. We we found ourselves watching um, your TikTok feed, which again mm-hmm. we take great pride in because it is a feed. It's completely uncurated. uncurated. Well, not completely, but mostly. You. <clears throat> by principle and in practice, refuse to like any TikToks. Mm-hmm. Which is to say, give them a heart, yes. not like them, enjoy them. But you, right. you will not ever use the heart feature, right? I do the same thing on pretty much every every device outside of the private Awesome Today Facebook group. I yes. will 
like an emoticon and do things there, but that's literally the only place that I will or ever have. Yes, such is your devotion to Awesome Today fam. It's true. It's true. You people make me compromise my own beliefs. Yes. In a good way. I guess. Well, we were watching your TikTok feed, and for whatever reason on this evening, TikTok had decided, oh, we, one thing about this guy is he likes to watch birds, pet birds, Here's, doing pet bird things. Yeah. So uh, it, one of the beautiful things about refusing to like anything is that it leaves it leaves the algorithm in a quandary. Mm-hmm. And when it tries something new to see maybe this stingy bastard will like this, they usher things in in groups. Yep. So no bird videos ever. And then, well, here's 10. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you got 10 chances to get it right. Exactly. So we were watching this flurry of pet bird. Now, I'm not talking about like birds on a wire. I'm not talking about like right. bird no, no, conspiracy no. theory. It was owned, very specifically birds. pet birds. Mm-hmm. And we got to laughing about uh, a memory, a core memory that happened when we were in college. Yes, this was back in the days of blockbuster video. Yep. And so for date night often, we would go to a blockbuster video and like any other place that a person would go, you interact with humanity there. More than one occasion, I don't know that you were there for all of them, maybe just the one time, but there was another regular patron there who had, I believe it was a parakeet. Yeah, I think so. That they they went... They Wait, went, was it a parakeet? I feel like it was more of a tropical bird. I can't remember. It was little. This was years ago. It was little. Okay, okay. They, they went full pirate. Uh-huh. And it rode on their shoulder yeah, everywhere in public. in public, which was interesting. Um, it would it would make poopy mm-hmm. on the person's shoulder and down their back. Yep. And on again on more than one occasion, I saw that and saw the person put some piece of food between their lips and turn and let the bird eat from their mouth. Now. Listen, that may be something really special to you. Yeah. With your bird. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That should be reserved for non privacy yeah, of your own home. Yeah, not for other other Between folk. A consenting adult and a consenting bird. Indeed. It's dirty, it's wrong. If you have a bird and you do this, don't don't do it 
out in the public spaces. That's okay. That's un- unkind. How do you feel about people that let their dogs lick their mouth and lips? Again, whatever you want to do in private with your dog, that's up to you and what the dog will allow. But don't be, don't be, don't do that. Have some couth. Yes. We never have forgotten about the man and his bird in the it, blockbuster line. It was, n- it was not okay. No. It's disturbing. And for that matter, he usually rented shit movies. <laughs> to top it all <laughs> off, he had bad taste in movies. A boy and his bird. <laughs> Not a good movie. The bird version of Predator, not good. Not good. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, something else is that you, for the I think first time, discovered uh, a thing on TikTok. Yeah. Listen, you uh, guys, it's not it, new. It's not. You no, know, it came out a while ago during I the think, pandemic. I think most of our hot leads are things that aren't new. People already know about them, but they appreciate the reminder. Yes. Okay. Or they live the same closeted lifestyle we do, where we just don't know what's hot out there. This one was so popular that it, it crossed all platforms. I saw this video and the audio that goes with it, not only on TikTok, but on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm going to tell you this, and I I know I risk offending some of awesome today fam and, oh, and i'm not saying this to be offensive yourself your self tea spilling no just hang with me mm-hmm. i'm not trying to be offensive when i say this mm-hmm. but i do have a number of friends you and do also i don't i have one friend and also his name's of- parakeet bob <laughs> And you guys love to watch cinema together. Indeed. We feed each other through our mouths. Yes. Um, number of people in my life that I know. And you imagined people, it, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Okay. That I know virtually who will send me Instagram reels mm-hmm. because they're funny and they are about something that I know about. There may be like uh, a Taylor Swift theme one or, you know, fill in the blank for my interests. Yeah. Expletive of choice. Yes. They're Instagram reels or sometimes even on Facebook. And I will send back laughing emoji. But mm. the truth is... You're not laughing? Because I, I already saw it on TikTok like uh, three weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, that's always awkward, isn't it? Oh, that's, that's the, great. That's the point I was getting it. to. Is I that, power watched the whole channel. No, that's not the thing. It's just like when something's really big on TikTok, eventually it will make it to the other platforms. But those of us who are on TikTok, and I'm not saying I see everything on TikTok, obviously. Well, only what the communist yeah. Chinese government wants you to see. <laughs> Yeah, let's definitely Which now that. not all 50 states can enjoy right. any longer. Yeah. Is it Wyoming? No, Montana. Montana. I knew it was one of those up there in yeah. the area where things happen. Can't be. Going to have to get out your NordVPN to yeah, watch gotta, your tickies. Got to be sneaky. <laughs> um, yes. Anyway, you found a, a TikToker named Lubalin. Mm-hmm. L-U-B-A-L-I-N. Correct. Maybe it's Lubalin. I don't know. Don't know. I'm taking a shot at the name. I think you say it however pleases you. It does please me to remember that he created the internet drama song series. Yeah. You got real tickled about the one yes. about the Facebook uh, messaging. Is this still yeah, available? Yeah, like the marketplace yes. ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he basically, yes, just finds hilarious 
feeds, mm-hmm. and then he he sings it as a very impassioned song. It is a delight. Yes, and I will I will drop links to the one that you've got tickled about. I would caution anybody who is a gravy drinker from a mug. Yeah, you don't want to blow gravy out of your nose. Oh gosh! As you no. chuckle watching these, so maybe don't mix the two. Don't. Don't drink, drink gravy and drive <laughs> through that TikTok. Too, or operate heavy TikTok machinery. That's right. That's right. Um, some funny things happen in our house in the in the wee in the hours, wee hours. In the pre-dawn hours. Yeah, M- you multiple. observe a lot of them because you're do. usually awake. I do. One one morning this week, I often get up quite early, and as we've mentioned in the past, our our boys love to sleep in the living room, to mm-hmm. couch, love seat, floor, just a big, it's a big sleepover. Yes. And we allow it because they're the third, fourth, and fifth children exactly. and your, your give a shitter breaks after a and time. You do, but There's no harm. There's well, no hurt. I was going to say, it's, it's more of like the, the more children you have, the longer you've been parenting and the more children you have, you really do really understand the meaning, the full context, the contextual layers of the phrase, choose your battles. Right. Well, and yeah, and you develop this, this system of, well, that seems non-lethal. Mm-hmm. That's the big question always. And if yes. it's non-lethal, you're like, okay. Yes. That carpet's already ruined. Feel free to grind Play-Doh into it. I don't, I don't care. Exactly. We can't even burn it. It's so full of Play-Doh at this point. It'll, be, it'll put up noxious fumes. Right. Trigger We're, an apocalypse. We'll, yeah, we'll sell it to the Russians as warfare. But truly, on any given night slash early morning, you're going to find yeah. some of our children downstairs. Yeah. And so that, that had been the case. And my routine is I come down and brew a pot of coffee, and then I pour a cup, and I sit. I have a delightful rocking chair. It's a glider. Mm-hmm. I believe it's been the home of many nursed oh, children many over the decades. Many a nursed and rocked in that it's chair. It's a great chair. Yeah. It's so great of a chair that unlike most of the other chairs in our home, I've never had to retighten the bolts that hold it oh, together. good point. It's just solid. Yes. So I sit there, I drink my coffee, I scroll and read things on my phone. Nothing with noise, no TikToks then, oh, no, because no. you don't want to wake the, no. the minions. No. Well, I'm sitting there reading, and quite often is the case, which explains the power construct between the three boys, Nico being almost four and the twins being ten now, ten. almost eleven. Ten and ten. Yeah, ten, ten and a half, ten and a half. Close enough. Don't argue with me. Okay. Um, they're ten and one quarter, to yeah. be fair. Okay. <laughs> I round up to the half. Yes. It's, result of, it's a result of my business. Okay. <laughs> yes, ten and five-eighths on a tape measure. Um he Nico ends up on the couch, and then one of the twins wadded up in the love seat because they're getting tall. Mm-hmm. And then one of them sprawled out on the floor, but he's on the couch on a pallet. And we've talked yeah, yeah. about the pallet yes. distinction, the magic pallet. Yes. Well, all of a sudden, Nico rolls over and makes the eighteen-inch fall from couch <laughs> bottom to floor thud, and I freeze. Yeah. Because, one, I'm super curious. Yeah. I've heard this happen from other rooms in the house, and sometimes there's wailing and sometimes there's not. Yeah. I wanted to see it play out in real time. Yeah. He kind of rolls around, and so he's he's sitting, he's on his knees, sitting on his feet. And you can tell he's out of it completely. He's looking around, and he eyeballs the couch pretty hard. And kind of makes a halfway motion like he's going to get on the couch. And then he cuts his eyes left, and he sees his older brother. 
on the floor, and he changes his mind, and he goes down for a spoon snuggle Aww. on the brother. And that's exactly how I felt like, oh, and then like three seconds later, maximally, one of the two, and I don't know who it was, yeah. cut the most magnificent toot <laughs> that I think I've probably heard in a good six months. It was deep. It came from well within the body. It, it was cavernous. It rumbled. Yeah. It was, wow. And... It really left me in a contemplative state mm. to be, because I didn't know who did it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And to, so to consider both perspectives, like, how does life treat you? Is it as soon as you fall off the couch, you get farted on? Or <laughs> that just in the moment that you'd be there for somebody, they fart on you? Yeah, exactly. Either one feels pretty accurate to some seasons of life. Exactly, exactly. You told me the story, and I was delighted and completely unsurprised. Yes, yes. Um, you also observed auditorially. I did some uh, the rare night when both of the twins decide all of the boys actually were yes. in the room. Yeah, all three share a room. They all got their own space in there, and they were all in there. Nico was fast asleep. It was a flip flop in the schedule because normally, yeah, I'm. It's not uncommon that I'm asleep before they are. Yeah, that's how responsible of a parent I am. Yeah, and. I was trying to fall asleep, and I kept hearing all kinds of ruckus, floor thumping, and no bed squeaking, no words. It was, <laughs> other than just floor and bed squeaks, it was not a peep. And I was like, what in the hell? And it was so troubling. Yes. There was no way I was going to be able to fall asleep. Yes. So, on principle, any time that I have to get up to check on them in their room, yeah. I come in like the SWAT team. I kick the door open. Oh, yeah. Freeze. Yeah. Hands in the air. Yes. All that stuff. And it, it never fails to get the reaction that it hoped for, is which is, in fact, them with terrified big eyes and frozen. Like, oh, damn. We've, <laughs> we've been caught. Red-handed. Yep. Well, evidently, they have a – they have many <laughs> – they have many action figures, which you prefer to call figurines. But there's always one. There's always one in any given moment yep. that is alpha. Yep. And the coveted one. Yes, whichever it was, both of them, both of the twins wanted to sleep with it. And yes. just that whoever didn't have it would stealthily wait for the other one to be almost asleep and then run over and grab it and dive back in their bed. <laughs> and that was what I was hearing. I love it. And so to be the a butthole parent, I made them put it up on the dresser yes. where neither one could now, touch it, but they it. could both see it and wish they could touch it. <laughs> and of course, by morning, it was all forgotten about yeah, anyway. Yeah. Can I tell one more quick story on this one? Please do. Um, so... I don't really want to spend a lot of words talking about this, but my dad got married last night. Re- hmm. Remarried, I guess. I yes. It's more than your... Thankfully, there was a full ceremony like it was the first time. Yes. Um, and so we were there. It was a sort of ceremony reception altogether. It was, yeah. Yeah. It was a, a lovely event. The twins. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so oh, yeah. It was a it was a five o'clock wedding, and, and my dad and his new wife decided... Your to, stepmom. Yes. To do a sort of a charcuterie board situation with cake and punch, uh, ice cream punch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so 
With we, fruit in it, too. With fruit. Yeah, it was a fruity ice cream punch. And, you know, the, well, I was going to say, you know the kind that they usually have at baby showers, but you've not been to a baby shower that I'm I can imagine. Of. I yes. can imagine. Um, and so it's, it's disposable things for everything except this event mm, venue yeah. had... Like goblets, goblets, like wine yeah. goblets, not flutes, but actual goblets mm-hmm. for the punch. JK immediately. Yeah. He went medieval. He was like, <laughs> he went medieval. He absolutely did. He was like, he was bedazzled. He was yeah. wowed. He was like, these are wine glasses. <laughs> he's like, can yeah. I hold them like I've seen you hold a wine yeah. glass? So he's like. But he couldn't make up his mind. He went back and forth from one hand to two, like. Like a medieval king, two-handed. Just, yeah, it was so much life was lived, remembered from former lives. I don't know. He embodied. He was he was a medieval prince. Yeah. And he was at the... A gluttonous the, medieval yeah, prince. Yeah, gluttonous. He was at the feasting table. He was really enraptured with the glasses, but also the punch. Mac didn't care yeah. so much about the glasses, but definitely Loved the, the punch. punch. yeah. We could not stop them. When no, it was we had impossible. To, we eventually did have to be like you're cut off from the punch. I think it was after three glasses each, minimally. And they didn't they didn't take the <laughs> the gentle person's serving of one ladle. They're like they're old. They're again medieval. They're scooping the cup down through the trough. It's like, running down their forearm. It was literally. It was <laughs> visceral. And J.K. like every every sip of it was a production. He like I don't even yes. know how to describe it. Faces. Three quarters of the body dancing (laughs) in a bad fashion. Yes. I told Kyle he is having a religious experience. He was like an ecstasy. You would have thought there were psychedelics in it. It was incredible. I needed a hilarious distraction in that moment. And JK unintentionally served his mother well with the production. And we haven't had a chance to talk about this yet. What you missed... With Mac, and Mac wasn't as visible because he was yeah. across the table and behind the centerpiece yes. and all of that. But you'd also been entrapped into conversations yes. with people. other old people, yes, um, or just old people. You're not old. <laughs> I'm intimating that they were they were twice your age. He at one point because he was he was fascinated with the glass, but he too loved the he loved the punch. Yeah. At one point, and I only looked up to catch it, and I, I was so appalled I couldn't even see anything. He rammed his fist what? down in there and spun it all around and then pulled it out and licked his fist off. No! Yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm the father of barbarians. <laughs> they, were t- they were fully plugged into their barbarian yeah. past selves. Now, miraculously, neither one got it on their pristine I, white shirt. That was the true miracle. That was the sacredness of the evening, the miracle. Yeah. Not a drop on them, but they were just yeah. sloppy with punch. Yeah, it was. Yeah. If there was, you would have thought there was alcohol in it the way they were behaving. If there had been, we would have been arrested because they were, they were wrecked. So cute and funny. JK at one point did tell me this was early in the uh, the experience of it all. Mm-hmm. He felt like he was at a five star restaurant. Yes, he's been big on the five star commentary. Oh, yes. Five star. This is five star hotel. This is five star yeah. restaurant. He's real into. Who knows what status. YouTube he's? I, I was going to say definitely found his way into like who knows what yeah. corner of, of YouTube where he's learned all about the five starness. 
Um, anyway, that's just funny. And like I said, a welcome distraction. Yeah. That's one of the, that's one of the hidden blessings inside of having young people around you, whether they're yours or someone else's is that they don't give a damn and they're going to do what they do. And in a moment that you may not enjoy what's happening, you can be like, you don't even know what's happening and you're living your own best life. Let me, let me participate by proxy. Exactly. Exactly. That's right. Okay. I found an interesting uh, question on the subreddit, Ask Reddit. Mm, it's always, always interesting. I'm always torturing you with these. I, I don't dislike it. Okay. Well, this one is from a, a question thread. What did you learn in school that is 100% false? Hmm. We often have talked about, and you know what made me think of this or uh, click on this was speaking of the twins in YouTube, mm-hmm. JK, JK this past week got real into for like about 30 minutes watching real quicksand videos, mm, watching people mm-hmm. encounter real quicksand. He asked me when I didn't know why I didn't know he'd seen that. He asked me earlier in this week if I've ever been stuck in quicksand exactly. or what I would do. Well, okay. Do you, you might remember when we were kids, when we were school children, there was a lot of emphasis on if you get trapped in quicksand, mm-hmm. here's I actually what you have do. been. What? I would even call it lightning sand. When? Well, you finish this and then no, I'll go to that. No, because this is a whole thing. Of, this is a different thing. Tell me the quicksand Okay. Story. Well, Oklahoma, many rivers yeah. and things. Mm-hmm. And when I lived in Ponca City, I'd gone to the river. The I can't remember. Is it the Cimarron that runs? I can't remember what runs up through there. It's... For the sake of anybody that has rivers near them, especially those that aren't Oklahomans, mm-hmm. um, rivers are different, different places. Of course. There are many Oklahoma rivers that are no more than anywhere from six inches to 18 inches deep, littered by sandbars all we the call way those through. Cricks. No, but they're, they're no, super they're, wide. They're actually they're really truly rivers. Beds, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, they're so prolific that there is such a thing as a sandbar party and yeah. all kinds of things that occur, which is just another excuse to drink excessively. To get out the punch. Um, evidently, no longer do people drink Budweiser as they go out there, yes. because these are the same people that would be offended by that whole controversy. Um, but, yeah, so my friend Justin and I and his good father, Martin, had decided to take south because he wanted to go bow fishing. Okay. Which is literally trying to shoot wow. fish with a bow and arrow. I did not know that was Mark, thing. Mark was quite the outdoorsman. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope he's doing well. I hope he's still alive. He's he's an old man now. Mm-hmm. We'd gone out there and we're left unattended like our generation was. Awesome. Raise yourself on the sandbars and under street lamps and wherever you may be. See if you can survive. Well, we're out there. And as you walked across, we we hit a spot that was just, it was like a, a sinkhole where you just boom and you were underwater except that it was, it was just super liquid quicksand and okay. murky and mucky and hard to get out of. And it's a miracle I'm alive. Oh my. Just by sheer reflex. And Justin fell into it too, I think on purpose after I did because it seemed so cool that mm-hmm. I'd survived it. And he's like, look, I can defy death too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you just kind of swam out of it. Well, that's very interesting because we had a lot of instruction about what to do if you get into quicksand. Mm-hmm. This, get, get flat and wide. And I only remember the part about... Throw a vine still. to your friend. Hold, yeah, hold still hold and wait still. for someone to throw you a vine. That's for the, yeah, that's for the more murky <laughs> quicksand. But you can also... 
like do a swim style thing. Okay. Or at least I did, and that's how I lived. Yes. Well, uh, all of that to say, I was you. You actually completely defeated my point. I was going to say oh, we spent a lot I'm of time sorry. learning about quicksand, but the, it, but no one you ever encounters him, it. You gave him wrong instruction. No, no, I'm just and saying. And you didn't like, let him know that his dad has conquered the fire swamp. No, the lightning well, quicksand clearly. and the yes ROUSs. Uh huh. I was. We going found to a say, snake, not an ROUS, and Justin brought it home and made it swallow a GI Joe. Wow. Okay. The '80s were a time. Yeah. Um. All of that to say, I was going to say we received a lot of instructions about how to survive quicksand, but how many of us would ever encounter it? But then you're like, I actually did, and now okay. between the two of us, fifty percent of us have encountered. That's true. That's quicksand. a high percentage. I know. It's all right. Well, here's some fifty percent of us know how to make gravy. <laughs> All right, so here's some things that people answered on this Ask Reddit thread. Okay. They were taught, your adult life will be whittled with emergency scenarios that can be calmed only through the use of algebra. Oh, I've never even heard of do that. Do you use algebra? I do, daily. Well, you do. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily calm me. Does it calm, has it calmed a, a crisis situation for you? No. Okay. I mean, I lead with algebra. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here's a, a thing that we were taught that any college degree means you'll make more money in adulthood. That's that's arguably true. There are some oil field workers who would like to have a work with you. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But I would guess that the majority of people, by a high percentage, I'm going to say in the 90s, mm -hmm. 90% of people who go to college are going to be unwilling to work in the oil field. Okay, but you can, if you don't want to go to college... Yeah. Work in the oil field and make. You can do as a lot of things. Or, I know, but what I'm this person is saying, like you, they learned that any college degree mm -hmm. will get you more money than not. And I'm simply saying there are careers that exist where absolutely. you can earn as absolutely. much, if not more, than maybe, someone who holds a college degree. Maybe the argument phrase would be: if you're the, if you're going to get a college degree that again, in the high 90s percentiles, the kind of job that you're willing to do mm -hmm. will pay better with the degree than otherwise. Okay. All right. That's fair. Most most of the folks that make truly a killing mm -hmm. in the oil field, they aren't the kind of people that are willing to go to college. Okay. Or just no opportunity, but oftentimes just not interested. It's possible, but there are exceptions. There's always an exception. But okay. if you guide your whole program off of the exceptions rather than the standards, then mm -hmm. you don't have a winning trading program. Oh, hey, some some of us were taught there is only one ice age. I don't even really oh. remember learning about the ice age in Tell school. Tell me more. Well, there's definitely more. And if you will ever come with me to the Sam Noble Museum in Norman, Oklahoma, I, refuse to. I will help you to learn about all of the different ice ages and how long ago they were and how it is truly miraculous so you're a climate change denier no i am a planet earth believer okay but in these multiple ice ages yes how many times were humans burning fossil fuels to create there them? were no humans that's what i'm oh, trying to say you're you're wrong-headed and wrong well if i don't think anybody with no your, your eyes are getting crazy. With scientific integrity, 
would say that only humans, only humans, exclusively humans, could create climate oh, change. Oh, so the mammoths were using gas stoves and driving cars and shit? The planet is billions of years old. Mm -hmm. Therefore, lots of change has happened. How could I be a climate change denier? Change has been happening. Change to this planet is what allowed well, human the life to whole perspective of climate change God. denial is around it's around the idea that human behaviors are changing the climate. Lots of things change the climate at all times. Okay, so you are a by definition that makes you a climate change no, denier. No, I literally believe in climate change. Yeah, but but you won't you won't put that burden on the back of humans. And that's where well, that's what makes you a denier. No, I'm not a denier, and I'm going to start pinching you with my very long fingernails. You know what? I invite it. I love <laughs> I love pain. That's a weird thing about me. <laughs> it's not true, but it is interesting. Now let's go to the Sam Noble together next time. I'm not going. Date night. I'm not going. The Sam Noble is one of the premier museums in Oklahoma. And I'm not going. Okay. I went to the Cowboy Hall of Fame once and this it's is sucked. totally different. And I've been to the Sam Noble, and I I didn't enjoy it. I've been to the Omniplex. You've never been to the Sam Noble. Yes, I have. No, you have not. Yes, no, I you have. Not. Yes, no, I have. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I can go for <laughs> I can go for days. This is one place where I do have stamina. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. No, and we'll talk about it. Thanks on, for off mic. digging into my ribs. I told by you it was coming. I gave you a no, warning. No, that was no. You threatened rat pinches with your talon fingernails, not rib digging. Okay. I don't like a rib dig. All right. Well, you might like to know this. Someone learned in school that in a in a drug education class, mm, they learned yeah. that marijuana was an injectable drug. Oh, holy smokes! And that LSD caused insanity. Well, that one that that one's yeah Guess a what? common trope. This redditor then said this was in 1968. Yes, yeah. in the 60s, there was a lot of psychedelic misinformation that. Has landed us where we are today. Have you noticed, just in, in recent, probably couple of years, the growing interest in psychedelics of and course. all of the things being challenged, disproven, yes. criticized over yes. over past perspectives? Yes. I mean, for that matter, within the, the scientific and doctor yes. community, like all of a sudden it's like, no, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. There's actually something to these that maybe argues with big pharma. Mm -hmm. It's kind of interesting. It is very interesting. Very curious to see how that unfolds. Here's something that people used to learn back in the day that you need to be able to write in cursive to be taken seriously as an adult. Well, I don't disagree with that. What? You never write in cursive except to sign your name. I don't care to be taken seriously, oh, okay. but I know how All right. to Right, in cursive. I don't know how to be taken seriously. Okay. Other than when I furrow my brow and I yeah. I bark commands at the children. Yes. I've tried it in public. It doesn't work as well. It doesn't work as well as having a parakeet on your shoulder. Well, especially if you let it crap on your shoulder and feed it with your mouth. Yes. And then no one will take you seriously. <laughs> okay. Top voted comment as of right now is the thing they learned in school that was 100% false is that you won't always have a calculator and then the redditor said the f i won't right except he said the full word but this is a, he said the full word i won't yeah that's a did. weird way to phrase it but we do all he have calculators just said now. the expletive of choice I expletive won't. of choice we do all have calculators at our fingertips we literally have calculators that are more 
uh, capable than what sent the supposed first rocket to the moon yep. with humans on board. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't give credit to the ones that sent apes there. Well, who's we? Humanity. I think if you know your space history, you do. The Russians sent... They didn't send a monkey to the moon. Oh, they sent a monkey to space. Yeah. But not to the moon. Okay, all right, thank you for clarifying. Listen, Hollywood had to get a lot more involved to pretend a moon landing than just in space. Okay. In space can just be done in a warehouse somewhere where you turn the lights off. I wish you wouldn't have gone through your Watch All the Flat Earth videos because <laughs> they live permanently in your brain. They do. I find them fascinating. Yes. I am not invested, and I'm I'm not... I'm not somebody claiming all the moon landings were fake. I just think it's fun to agitate. I think it's hilarious. Yes. All right. My lappy is your, about to die. That's what you call your laptop? Yes. Your lappy? Yes. It's a little weird. She's about to die. She's close. Yeah. Can we, you want to you nope. push the limits and no, see because this will not how be far saved. we can go? This oh, will not okay. be saved. All Let right. us bring right. our conversation to a conclusion, well, Mr. One, producer. one. Learn how to make good gravy. Two, drink it from a mug. Three, have a pork chop now and again. Four, try to toot on others rather than letting them toot on you, especially if you've fallen off the couch or you've tried to console the person that did. Just make sure you're the tutor and not the tootie. <laughs> okay, good. Um, beyond that, mm-hmm. beyond that, yes, it's it's... Not even a sincere hope at this point. It's a directive. Okay. It's an instruction that you may not disobey. Okay. Have an awesome today. Would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.